Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. This is Get Up Show. Child, please. Yeah, quiet, because this is it. Hey, it's the Simon Says Podcast. We're the Get Up Show from 98.7 Simon. I'm Sean, and there's Charlie over there, and there's Hi. Maddie over there. Hey. And we love doing the podcast. We love doing the radio show. If you want to share it and like it and subscribe to it, we would love that because we're just freestyle rapping and we're doing our thing. <laughs> freestyle <laughs> rapping thing. and we're doing our thing. Baby. That's how it works. <laughs> That's how I do my thing. Okay. So Mother's Day is almost here, man. And I I ordered my mom some real cool stuff. She, I wonder if she'll hear this, though. She probably won't be caught up on this. What are this the chances stuff. that your mom is one of the dozens of people that are listening to us? Literally ones of people. Yeah. When it's, literally, when it's released. Literally single digits of people out there no. waiting to hear this Slow podcast. Guy. We're, we're in the tens. Come on, man. <laughs> In dog years. But, yeah, so I, I'll just, I'll be broad about it. She has interests, and I bought her a couple of things that are <laughs> applicable to her interests. Well, isn't that nice of you? Yeah, I thought so. One of them. I got this weird thing where if I'm, if, I'm, uh, if I'm impulse buying on my phone, on my cellular telephone device, and it goes to PayPal, yeah, and then I click the pay button, It'll pop over to some site I've been on at some point in life. You know, it'll just go somewhere else. And sometimes it'll it'll put the sale through, and sometimes it won't. And so th- sometimes it'll save me from buying some random crap. But in this particular case, I was buying my mom a random thing, which is um, in a category of interest for her. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess she ain't getting that. And then at some point later, I got a confirmation email from Hong Kong that said, hey, thank for buying item and so it turns out that one worked but it ain't gonna be here till june yeah no because it's from hong kong june is soon i found this website that does these really cool cards so i ordered her one not even really thinking about it and they're like great it's gonna ship in five to seven days and that was two days ago so for a card yeah man we have this thing my mom and i have this thing where we're constantly trying to outdo each other on the best funny cards So, like, I think I said she sent me the one. It was, like, a boy's best friend is his mother. And the quote was from uh, Norman Bates. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) So, yeah. Your mom's cool like that. I like we roll. And I like what she told you when when you told her her card was going to be arriving late. Yeah, she said, time has no meaning to me. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I found one for my dad for Father's Day already, and I ordered that one. It said, uh, "It says Happy Father." Like Mom says, "You're my father." Happy Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> What's the graphic on that? It's none. It really is. It's really just print, <laughs> and I was like, "That's perfect." I'm ordering it. It's fantastic. You could have made that. Yeah, but listen, I don't make a make a car. He's not five. Whoa, <laughs> I don't eat macaroni in my house. I haven't eaten. Do you know I have like three boxes of elbow macaroni, and I think it was from some. Um, you know how I make that macaroni and cheese once mm-hmm. a year, that bang and macaroni and cheese that y'all love so good. And uh, I think I overdid it, overbought at some point. So I have so much macaroni. I think I'm going to make everybody macaroni art for Mother's Day this year. Well, isn't that sweet of you? Is it going to be art or is it going to be jewelry? Yes. If you don't spray paint (laughs) it, we can eat it. Well, I I would probably use edible dyes with that in mind. Oh, look at you. Well, Mm -hmm. you squash some beets and some blueberries. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do it the old way. I do. I oh, do it the old good. way, man. Have you, know, you ever our, done the thing like I ordered flowers for my mom, and they're like, "Well, what do you want to say on the card?" And I completely freaked out, and I don't. I never know what to say. Like you want to say something, but then you feel weird saying inside jokes or things to the person, this poor woman working at a flower shop in New Hampshire. Dude, they've heard it all. You could say anything to them. Pretty much. You think? You think yeah, it's they, like one of those things? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, like what? For instance, thanks, what for, we, thanks for keeping me in your womb. They would love that. They would think that's hilarious. They would tell everybody Probably, that because yeah. they they have the most boring crap day in and day out. And then that you say that, and that would be their story. They would be telling that uh, for months. Well, I might have to yeah, call them back. Not, <laughs> I mean, most people just say Happy Mother's Day, love you, blah blah blah, and you'd be like, what? yours would be hilarious. Well, I started to do that, and then I ended up saying like Happy Mother's Day, and it, and it was like love. Your son, and she's like, and or Matt, and she's like, do you want to say you like you love your son, Matt? And I'm like, well, she only has one. <laughs> she'll know. Yeah, she'll know which one it is. <laughs> I mean, and if we she think she only has well, one. Well, then and I'm like, yeah, and if she doesn't, then there's a problem. <laughs> Are you guys some of these people? They say that a third of we Americans say that doing laundry is the highlight of their whole week. Dear God, no. No. What? I don't mind doing it, but it's not a highlight. I feel bad for those people. Me too, man. I decided that I would do towels. I just, you know, because I, I, um, I farm out my laundry as a rule. <laughs> yeah. You do outsource. But, yeah, I, I outsource. You know, I, I help the laundry oh. industry. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but I decided towels way too much because they do it by the pound, and so I'm, I'm paying too much for towels that might also be damp. So that's extra weight. So yeah. I decided I'm going to now do my own towels. And it's kind of fun. You know, they have that real cool smell. It's almost like a pie crust smell, you know, when they come right out of the dryer and you fold them yeah. up, you lay around in them for a little bit, and then you're like, oh, <laughs> damn, they got cold. And then you throw them back in the dryer and freshen them up, and you lay around in them a little bit more. Then you think, oh, maybe I can get that smell if I get in the dryer with them. And then <laughs> you can't turn it on. <laughs> yeah. Then you got to pay somebody. It's not long enough. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, man, but people say that the laundry highlight of their week 
See, so on the opposite trick of that, like I was at my best friend's house in Denver and she was just talking about how she has so much to do all the time, blah, blah, blah. And on the weekends, she's like, well, I've got to do laundry. And I'm like, literally, you put it in, you walk away for two hours. You come back, put it in the other one, walk away for two hours and then get it out whenever you want. Like, what is this whole I have to do laundry like it's something that's super time consuming and you have to stay home for it? You're acting like there's no folding. You're acting like you put it in the dryer and that's the last thing that happens and then it suddenly migrates sometimes to a is. drawer or a closet. <laughs> like in my I house, mean, sometimes it sits in a basket for a whole week and then it's I like, well, sheets, dump those out. I have sheets in the dryer that have been there for about four days. Yikes. So that, They're dry. What does it matter? That's That means that nothing else is getting clean at your house for that long. Like well, your, your pajamas that you wear 17 times before we, you wash We them. are lucky and we have plenty of clothing to get us through a little while before we have to do it all. So it's just like we get to it when we get to it. I just don't, I don't understand the urgency or the feeling that it's this huge chore that you have to stay home for. How about this one? Even more people say that grocery shopping is the most exciting part of their life. Oh. Okay, it is not that exciting. It is a necessity. But here's what's funny is that it's always, when I go to the grocery store, okay, I have a list, but I still kind of go up and down and then I still remember things. And I'm like, oh, look, that's on sale and whatever. And it oh, yeah. takes me an, at least an hour to do our actual grocery shopping. I'm not talking just running in for a couple of things, but to do our, you know, over $100 grocery shopping trek, it takes some time. But every time I do that... My boyfriend's like, God, what are you buying? You've been gone so long. What are you doing? Well, it's Wouldn't awesome. you like to get to out know. of the house. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have, this is completely random. My wife and I have a favorite cashier at the teeter up at Friendly Center. <laughs> Do you ever look for a specific <laughs> cashier? I used I, to. <laughs> yeah. When I lived in Winston-Salem, um, I went to the Harris Teeter at Cloverdale Shopping Center and there was this man man there and his name was Winston and he was so nice and I always noticed when I always enjoyed having him as my cashier. Yes. So which one, because I go, you talk about the big teeter. Yeah, the Taj. Which uh, one do you go to? Who's, who's your favorite cashier? If Anne is working, Anne is on point. Like, What's Anne look like? Uh, she is probably like a little bit older than us and she just has it together, man. She is no... Joe, she's very nice, she's personable, and she can fly through a cart of groceries. Like, nah, I'm only looking for the babes. I, I don't care about the, the quality of their work. I'm just looking for hot babes. <laughs> He's like looking for the one that's like 19 and she just got her first job and she's all cute. And, like, and what is this cabbage? Like, <laughs> is this a cucumber or a What's zucchini? this? It's, <laughs> it's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> Yeah, if you, I'm buying if you would like it. <laughs> All right, oh, weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this old man was in my line today. You should have heard what he said to me. I know, I know. I hate it that I'm the old man now. <laughs> I know. God, you are. God. And my daughter always busts me on that too. I'm like, my god, she was cute. Do you know that she was like 15? She, everybody's 15 in your world. Why do you always say that? Stop narking, man. Not everybody's 15 that I think is attractive. Shut yeah. up. Go to your room. They kind of are. <laughs> Stop C-blocking me. Go to your yeah, room. Yeah, man. Go to your room. 
Don't come out. That's your last trip to the grocery store or the, or the post office. You either be a wingman or don't come at all. Yeah. yeah. You're supposed to be on my side. What's wrong with you? Speaking of, um, Charlie was going to tell us how to react if you get blown off out in a dating world. Yeah, so if, like if you have a plan, you know, say you have plans to meet somebody for a date and they blow you off at the last minute, these are ways that you can reply depending on how you feel about it. Like if you were like, okay, well, yeah, I'd like to reschedule with this person, you can be like, thanks for letting me know. Are you around next weekend instead? That sounds needy. If you want answers, like you're like, huh, why, why did they blow me off? You say, hope you're okay. I'm here if you need to talk. Also sounds needy. If it isn't the first time that it's happened, you can say, I understand that things come up and you can't control, but it's not the first time you've done this. Hopefully it's the last time because I'd really like to see you. Never going to hear from me again. (laughs) And if you're no longer interested because they keep blowing you off, be like, well, guess I did my makeup for nothing. See ya. Oh, wow. So, okay. So that's the response you said, not just what you think in your head. You said, Oh, yeah. These are what you're supposed to say to them as a way (laughs) to. I mean, I'm sorry. If you blow me off at the last minute and you don't have a good excuse, (laughs) a giant F you. Goodbye. Well, last minute is one thing. My grandma died again. (laughs) (laughs) I just would love to get that text from Maddie saying, I guess I did my makeup for nothing. I have that as a saved response. I love it. Do you blow him off on the regular? No, he blows me off. I've tried to make plans with him for years now. I don't make plans. That's not my jam. (laughs) I don't want to go hang out with anybody. We used to hang out. We really did used to hang out. I remember when we used to laugh and laugh and we would high five and man hug and stare off into the distance and share our deepest thoughts. That sounds like a movie. It was. It really was. I don't know. That was me. It was a buddy movie. It was a buddy movie, man. And and, we held hands and jumped off the cliff. It was like Brokeback Mountain. It was a buddy movie, and then at one point it kind of flickered, and then the film melted on the projector, and it never got respooled. Never saw the rest of it. That's my life. That's how I'm living right now. Yeah. No, it's cool though. No, it's cool. I totally don't care. Guess I did my makeup for nothing. You do whatever you want with your life. So anyway, well, we had y'all, a good hear, run. y'all hear about that dude? He started picking up trash when he was a student at NC State, and now, who I hurt myself hollering. Now he's picked up over eight million pieces of trash over the last ten years, and you should see his house. It is a dump because he takes it all home. No, I'm no, kidding. He about that no, like no. He, was he legit counting? Like. Like a clicker? See, now that's the part that freaked me out. Because, I mean, God bless him for picking up y'all's trash that you throw out. You know, wolfing down your filet of fish and throwing the container out the window, Charlie. And this guy's going around behind you picking it up. But is he OCD enough that he's counted his 8 million pieces of garbage that he's picked up? Yeah, where along the line did he decide, you know, I've been doing this a lot. I should probably start counting. Not even just that. It's like... It's almost like saying, look at me. 
You know, and, I, and I'm not trying to take away from the fact that you, <laughs> you know are. what I mean. Like I'm I not picked to, up all your trash. No, it's like I, <laughs> I I've been picking up trash since college. It's just something I do, and that's everyone be like, "That's awesome, man! That's great that you do that." I picked up over eight million pieces of trash. It, it puts a different tone on it, like in your face. Look what I did. <laughs> eight thousand yeah. three hundred bags of trash that he's picked up. He says it's v- very fun for me, and it connects me with other people through their filthy mess. <laughs> And or because he tells him. everyone what he does. Come on, you guys are bitter. You guys well, are no, awful. So this is, this is one of those things that like we should never know about. It's like he should just do it, and you do it because you want to. You want the world to be a cleaner place. Why do we even know that he does this? Unless, uh, unless it's a matter of raising a uh, raising awareness for the fact that you know to get more people to do it. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, look at me. Look how much I did. See, but it makes me want to do it. You know, his name's Daniel, and he's got a TikTok, and he's got, like, almost 400,000 followers who love to watch him pick up trash. And see, there's this creek <laughs> over over near this, uh, near the, uh, what do you call it, the Arboretum Park? Yeah. Uh-huh. You know where that um, the playground equipment is and where it always floods? There's always, like, a lake in the middle of that. Yeah, where they built a closer playground set because of the, the lake. Yes. Like just in case, it, <laughs> which I love. It's like, we're not going to fix the, the flooding. We're going to just build yeah. one closer to the parking lot. The kids can't walk through that flooded area. Okay, we'll build another playground. You're yeah. right. You're yeah. right. No, Sorry, Mom. I'm not going to walk around that. <laughs> no, you're exactly right. We're not going to put sand in there, and we're not going to do a French drain to get that water off of that field. Well, here, we're going to put another playground right here. Good. <laughs> Good. Dry Done. spot. But on the other side of that, there's a creek. And we used to go there when Goose was little, and I've always thought about going down there with my um, 8,300 bags and picking up the trash and making sure every damn body knew that I was the one who's picking up all that trash. You know, I've been thinking yeah. about it. I've been thinking about it. See, you're not even actually doing it. Thinking about it. Oh, yeah, I don't think picking important. up trash should just be for felons. I think, you know, if more people did it, it'd be great. Uh, I mean, I wish there wasn't as much trash, but... Geez, the felons have been hitting it hard out here at the where, where the homeless camps were, by the way, over behind Shoney's. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They cleaned that whole area up, Jack. That is gone. Oh, and up on the hill where they plot. I always like the guy who drives the truck with the porta john on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's just like, keep picking up trash, felons. Yeah. I had a friend who was on one of those work crews back in the day, and he was famous for He's dead now, and, and I'm not talking bad about him because he, he would tell you he didn't work. He didn't like to work, and he did not do work. And he was on one of those work crews, and everybody was doing work, and he was sitting there with his arms crossed watching them. And the, and ev- everybody would say, aren't you going to do some work? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and he'd keep so he, sitting So he didn't there. even just, like, fake doing work. He just no. did not do it. Never did okay. a thing. You know, never did a thing. There's something to be said about that oddly satisfying, like when you start a project or start cleaning something up. It's like it's such a pain, but then when you get done, you look back, like at yard work or you know stuff like that. You know, I've always thought about. I was noticing the other day, I was trying on Brian Boulevard, and you know they mow the middle and then they weed whack the edges Mm -hmm. and that median. And I'm like, you know, there's something to be said about like that would be so satisfying to to do. Well, you well, know Maddie, when you're done, you know? Yeah. If you'd like, uh, I'll drive by and throw a whole bunch of trash in your yard to give you something satisfying to do. Oh, thanks, man. That's wow. great. <laughs> it's for you. you. Guys are oh, so look at sweet. all this crap. <laughs> <laughs> so you saw the Mortal Kombat movie and the King Kong versus Godzilla movie, didn't you? Yes, I did. I saw, because I have HBO Max, so I, they both got released at home. So I didn't see them in the theaters. 
Oh, the theaters are opening back up, by the way. Yes. Yeah. This and week. There's some good movies. I mean, I forgot there's some good movies coming out that I would really want to see. Like the Marvel ones are going to be coming back. The The new version of Dune looks amazing. I think I'm that's still waiting really on cool. Top Gun. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. When is that? Is that this summer? No. I don't know yet because it was, it was supposed to have been last summer. Then it got pushed to Christmas and I haven't heard anything since then. You know, the last movie I saw in a theater before everything went crazy was Knives Out. Oh, yeah? See, that's good. See, I like my thing with movies at the theaters. I like the big blockbuster because I, I want it to be big screen, boom and sound. Like, uh-huh. And since, you know, only watching at home, I get made fun of because if I do that down in my basement, I'll crank the sound up and it turns into like, oh, my God, the rest of the house doesn't need to watch the, you know, hear your movie. <laughs> do you crank up the air conditioning so you're freezing like it always is in the movie <laughs> yeah. theater? Yeah, it's real cold and <laughs> it's a little sticky. If, if you go to a movie and it's not freezing cold, don't you feel kind of ripped off like you want your money back? Because I've gone to some where clearly they're trying to save a couple of dollars and it's like, I'm getting a little bit moist foreheaded up in here. That's not right. I, I don't, yeah, I don't feel like... You, you know me, and I'm always cold, and especially like if it's summertime and say I'm wearing shorts and a tank top, and then I'm going to the movie theater. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm freezing. So I always bring a jacket. Would you? So if I don't, if I don't need the jacket, there's something wrong. Do you ever yeah. notice too that sometimes these ice cold will uh, kill the kind of musty smell on like yes. an older theater? Oh yeah. So like when the when it kind of like if it's not ice cold, you can kind of it smells older. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, it's kind of stinky in here. Hey, let me ask you guys something, because this freaked me out the other day. Speaking of the old movie theaters, down at the Red Cinema, there's a ton of... What's that beeping? Is everything okay? Yes, it's the child in the other room oh, okay. cooking a pizza. Okay, never mind. Um, there's all those awesome murals down on the Red Cinema. Um, what? Yeah. You, like, is Jimi Hendrix on there? No, no, no. Uh, currently, it is there's a giant Wonder Woman uh, one that was done yes. by a, a oh. graffiti guy or an artist out of Spain. Yeah. Um, and then there's a bit the big Stan Lee one. There yes. is the giant Doctor Ken. There's a re- really cool like Blade Runnery one. We've talked about how many murals there are in Greensboro and how we love them. Like the the Cherokee warrior who's on the building down next to Burger Warfare and the right. Tin Man who is inexplicably on the building that used to be Jan's house on Market Street. And now there's like three or four more on the back of that building. And it's just, it's amazing to me that art just springs up all over Greensboro. And I love it. I love to ride around and look at those. And it'd be a great book, you know, ride around and take pictures of all those. It'd be an awesome book because people who don't live here don't get to see that stuff. I was with a buddy of mine the other day and we rode by one of those and he goes, man, I hate that crap. That, that uh, should not be up there. They should be only... The murals? Yeah. He said they should only be two or three colors if they're allowed to do that at all. That should not be allowed. Really? It, it doesn't make any sense to me because I've always, like, I really have a thing for graffiti. Like, I've always said, like, I would love to have a graffiti person, like, design a tattoo and actually get, a like, a tag on my body as a tattoo. Like, I think that would be really neat. Yeah, but you're you're talking about two different art forms, I think, because those those murals, some of them are so realistic, yeah. and it's not yeah, graffiti. They're very well thought out, per se. N- but, yeah. but see, and I think, and that's one of those things, though, is that I think I think sometimes some of those tags are just as creative and just as interesting. But I do agree. Like, there's a really neat, um, there's a bunch of really cool murals and graffiti art in Asheville as well. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I've gone and just taken pictures, and it's just it's, it's super cool. There's some amazing artists in town. There's a guy who goes by Jex, J-E-K-S. Uh-huh. He's really – he did the Dr. Ken. He did the um, – uh, he did the Stan Lee one. Like he does a lot of those ones, and it's it's all like Marty Cotis. Um, it, it has like Cotis street art, and he he's kind of one of the guys. He's kind of spearheaded getting a lot of that art put up. If you're not from around here, he's a developer. He's he's got yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. buildings and stuff around he, here. Oh yeah, but he owns well, most of the buildings that have been graffitied. And is it, there there should be if there's not is there like an Instagram page that's for Greensboro art like Greensboro outdoor art or whatever that because those are those murals are always changing. So even if you did a book like you were mentioning, you know, then those would be gone and there'd be new ones. So, You're right. But it's a, time but sensitive. An Instagram yeah. Instagram page would be cool to always put the new ones up and then people from other places could enjoy them as well. So there is an Instagram for it's at Codis Street Art and that's cool. one thing that where they do. Okay. And then it's a matter of finding it through the the hashtags. Um like there's just a ton of different hashtags where well, you can kind of steer towards them. But. The reason I bring it up is because clearly that art on buildings brings a lot of people joy, and obviously it's beautiful, and some of it is absolutely breathtaking. And for this guy to say, "I hate that crap," and they shouldn't be allowed to do that, do you think people say things like that just to be contrary, just to get a rise out of you? Because this is the same guy that announced that Bojangles sucks and that. Um, <laughs> He loves well, pop. Yes. Yeah, I, I think it's just a thing. You know, it's just, I'm going to say the opposite. It's opposite yeah. world, you know? Did you start the conversation by saying, look at that, that's so cool? No, he started the conversation by saying they shouldn't be allowed to put that crap up there. I hate that crap. Oh, okay. I think he just doesn't want to like what everyone else likes. Now, that like, could be. He knows lots of people like this, so he's cool and hip if he's like... <laughs> That's not, they shouldn't be doing that. And Bojangles sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe so. But I it, mean, it's... they put so much work, and there's, those murals are so time-consuming, and they put so much work into doing them. They really are beautiful works of art. And, you know, the graffiti guys who tag the trains, I don't know how they run that fast to be able to get that no, that's impressive. on those trains. Are so you fast. like this? Do you guys lie to people about start times so that they'll be on time because we have to do that with people in my family. My cousin Lori is notoriously an hour or two hours late for everything. So we haven't had a family event in over a year. Maybe this summer mm-hmm. we'll be able to have one. But we always, if it's going to start at 6, I tell her to be there at 4.30. Oh and then, she'll, then she might be there at 6.30. Wow. Okay. Well, I used to be like that. Like, I used to be late for everything. It was only like five or ten minutes, but I was always late for everything. But somehow, since I've been in a relationship and other people are dependent on me and stuff, we're always early now. So I'm not that person anymore. Yay. I, you know, not necessarily, but, you know, it's funny the other day, like, my wife was like, you know, we want to go somewhere at this time. So I was telling the children, like, children, be ready. And she's like, nope. Like tell them fifteen minutes earlier because you know how they are, and I was like, yeah, and, and you know what? We left the house exactly at the time we originally wanted to leave because we back timed it for the children. See, smart, you, and you know my thing. I, I have to be early for everything. I, you know, have yeah, to. you're you're the creepy person that's sitting across the 
the street waiting for them to open the doors. At least you always show up to help the host finish getting ready because <laughs> the host is always running around still trying to put food out and you're that helpful person that shows up to help them. Well, I don't do it at people's houses because I don't like for people to be that early at my house. But if it's like an event or something, absolutely. I'm there. I'm staking out, man. I'm an hour early for everything. Well, this couple that I'm really good friends with, they're like you where, I mean, he grew up, he was in the military. He says, if you're on time, you're late. You know, it, and yeah. he's like, you should be 15 minutes early to everything and whatever. And but what's funny for them is they're the only people that are early and or on time. Everyone else in our friend group was always late. And especially if it's just like a party to hang out, you know, there's no real time. It's suggested. But they were always there on time. And it's like you would think by us all hanging out together for seven years, you would know, you know what? I don't want to get there on time because no one else will be there. But now it's like he's trying to prove a point. You know, I think I do that now. It, I, this just occurred to me because I went to a job interview one time in Virginia Beach and got so lost, left with, with plenty of time, I thought, but got so lost, I was four hours late oh my God. for the job interview. Yeah. That's and I walked, crazy. You went yes. to another state. Yeah. And I, I got in there, and the receptionist like blew me out. She's like, you couldn't have stopped somewhere and called? This is before cell phones. You know? Yeah. You yeah. couldn't have stopped somewhere and called? I was like, what can I say? I'm here. And so the the boss and his boss and the entire staff were out at lunch at this place. God, I almost said the name of it. Oh, geez, it was coming out of my mouth, and then it went away. But anyway, um, so I had to go walk into this place, the guy who's four hours late for a job interview. And and go find them? Yeah. Well, I, oh. I kind of I knew what they looked like. I, I had met them. And I ended up getting the job for some reason. <laughs> you know, and that is funny because nowadays, yeah, you, there's almost no excuse. I mean, there is no excuse if you have a cell phone or you have maps right. or, you know, it's one thing. But back in the day, yeah, if you if you didn't print out your MapQuest directions, <laughs> you know. Surely in your, your trek of four hours, you passed a payphone. Well, it was like, do I stop or do I just keep trucking? You maybe plus, stopped. <laughs> plus... That was back when I was so poor, I didn't have enough money to make a long-distance call on a payphone, period. Oh, and I wasn't going to call collect. <laughs> collect. Call collect. You have a collect I'm call? Wait, click. I'm four hours late. I'm not going to. I'm lost. Still coming. Click. Oh, God, yes. You remember doing that? Yes. Or like get home and make a collect call from, we made it. Yeah. There was a guy, there was some comedian who was telling a story about like his dad was in jail and that's how his dad, he's like, he knew because he knew that the guy, that the, the, the mom wouldn't let him uh, accept the charges. So he would always say, hey son, I love you. Hope you're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. We used to get collect calls from jail here uh, quite often. Oh yeah. We, All the we time. Ha- we haven't gotten those in so long, you know, I want. I hope everybody's doing okay in jail. I hope they're still yeah. listening. You know, I wonder Hi about, guys. we were talking about payphones <clears throat> the other day and how did we know where any were and good God, so many people, they're still calling, they're still really? calling the Simon line, 336-373-0987 to tell us where there are working payphones and um, 
somebody even gave me the phone number to one. When I was at G105, there was a payphone that you could see out of the window. When we were downtown Durham, you we were upstairs, and you could look out the window down to the corner, and there was a payphone there by the bus stop. And if we ever saw anybody walking around down there, we would call that, that payphone <laughs> And just mess answer. with them. Oh, yeah. so much fun. And oh, God. I, but but also, if you were walking by a payphone and it started ringing, would you pick it up? Yes. I think you have to. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And and it, it would always be somebody pissed off because they're looking for somebody specific and you're not them. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Where's Daryl? What? Your mama no, they're, call, they're, they're calling you to become an international spy and they've got your instructions. What are you talking about? I knew a guy, I met him out at Car Lake one time at a at a big time redneck cookout, and he had a tiny little Allen wrench in his wallet, and he said, I don't never pay for a payphone call, and I was like, huh? And this guy was knee walking drunk, and he said, he took out the little Allen wrench, and he said, here's what you do, you take this, and you jam it into the mouthpiece, and then you slam it against the, the counter in the payphone. And then you scratch it up and down the window four or five times, and then you can make a call, and it works every time. I never tried it, but I thought, wow. I thought, wow, man. How do you learn that that works? James Bond over here. Do you remember, like, from movies back in, like, the 80s where they would have, like, a tape recorder of the sound of coins going in, and they would always put it up to the thing, and it would be like, like, oh, it starts, like, it would work. I never, never tried that. I didn't either, but I was like, or the, um, uh, put the coin on the string and put yes. it in and pull it out. Yes. I did know somebody who claimed that they, they did that, but I, I can't, I never saw it work, but I, I well, did know somebody who claimed they did that. We always in high school, we pulled the thing that was sort of like the collect call where we would dial, we'd put a quarter in, dial the number. As soon as mom answered, come get me, click. And we'd get our quarterback. So we huh. always did that. <laughs> really? Yes. Slick. I mean, I, they, uh, they knew about time we were going to be done. They knew who to expect, and they knew that's what we were doing. Oh. So it, it worked every time. Now. Did, <laughs> did you guys ever have the thing when you were little where you'd make a long-distance call and the operator would come on and ask you for the number to to which it should be billed? They would ask oh, you for your number. No, I hadn't had that. Yeah, in Henderson, they used to do that. And my friends and I would gather at whoever's house, and we would just make up numbers. You know, like, would uh, try this, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, yeah. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, see if it does anything. And then the operator would come on and say, number, please. And then we'd just make up a number then, too, you really? know, to, for it to be billed to. Yeah, and the one time right. just made up something, and she goes, that's not your number. And it was like ah. w- white hot terror. I couldn't hang the phone up fast enough. <laughs> I used to do that with credit card numbers before I realized there was an actual trick, like how they actually worked. I was like, it's a, for five, two, 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 five, 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 fourteen, and they're like, that's not a thing. Did you really try that? Sure. You're a criminal. Know. No, I'm not. I mean, I guess, but I didn't. I didn't realize <laughs> it. Like, yeah, like the number pattern or the numbers, you know, designate what kind of card it is or this or that. Yeah, I was like, hey, here's my credit card number. Gee whiz! Wow. Okay, look, we're just about to be at time. I think, aren't we? Yeah, I think so. We All are. Right. All right, you guys are just the best, and uh, I appreciate it. And I was talking to you two that time. 
Thank Aww, you. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's really neat. So if you ever want to be a part of the show, we would love to hear from you in any form. You can go to 987simon.com. You can listen to our radio show, The Get Up Show, and you can call us and you can drop us emails. Our phone number again is 336-373-0987. Love to hear from the ladies. We would love to hear from the ladies. Uh, Charlie tells me that ladies are more self-conscious about hearing themselves, but I promise we'll make you sound good. So yeah. call anytime. Charlie, do you have a final thought for like, our friends? It's like a filter for the ladies. Yeah. Was that- um, yeah, my final thought. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess I did my makeup for nothing. <laughs> Maddie? I've been picking up trash for so long. I've picked up 8,452 pieces of trash just while we were having this conversation. Wow. You're so cool, man. I know. So, I mean, gonna, I just do it for the planet, though. I don't need your... I'm going to paint a muriel of you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Hemingway? You're, you're so cool. I don't know All why right. they do that. All right, y'all. Be cool. We'll see you next week. Bye. All right, bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 